Hola, hello, humans. Welcome to Vive Tu Vida, a podcast created to share mindfulness conversations, aka chisme that matters. And this is your host, Kim Perales. If you cannot roll your R's, it's okay. Just call me KP. Bienvenidos. Welcome to a new episode of Vive Tu Vida podcast. I am super excited as usual because I'm going to have some chisme that matters with an amazing human being. Um, and her name is Veronica Olivares. She is a mental health practitioner in private practice focusing on emotional health from a holistic perspective. I mean, if that did not sound hot to you, I don't know. <laughs> but I know Veronica for a few years already, and um, she happens to be one of my sorority sisters, and I love the work that she does, and I'm going to stop talking about her so she can introduce herself a little bit more and kind of explain what she does. So, yeah. Yes, sis, thank you so much for having me. I want to be able to share this message, you know, as far and as wide as possible. So I'm really honored to be here and that you invited me. You know, I think that um, to put it simply, for me, I think in my years of practice as a therapist and also as a human being in my personal life, you know, I've really recognized that emotional health is is very much intertwined with mental health, but it is kind of like its own entity. It has its own life. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I really want to help women to create a better relationship with that, um, with that aspect of ourselves. And so I am, you know, really wanting to talk about that more. Yeah, no, I, I've been following you for not following, I've known you for yes, like a few years sister. already. <laughs> I know. And I feel like I feel like I have seen so many of your accomplishments. And you're one of those people that kind of inspire me to and motivate me to kind of like, take dance therapy, but then I didn't go through with a program, but you did so mm -hmm. many things. And I love the fact that you um, use holistic practices for this and yes. because that's something that a lot of people you know nowadays everybody wants to just like go to the old school you know ways that you go to a therapist and you talk about it and that's it but you use other methods that they're very really good and I have been in one of your sessions um not like therapeutic like sessions but for me it's therapeutic honestly support uh, so space, I just, like support, support yes yeah yeah, yeah, and I loved it, and and I loved it, and I would recommend it to anyone to go to that. But, but yeah, so um, one of the things that I, you know, I wanted to kind of have a conversation with you, it was about um how people are feeling nowadays, you know, uh, especially with this this whole commotion, right? With you know COVID, you know, with the um the whole movement, the Black Lives Matter movement, there's a lot of uh, emotions out there. And sometimes, you know, as human beings, we we just go go with them, but we don't really understand them. Hmm. And one of the things that I have noticed is that and people have shared with me is that pre COVID, they were one human being they were they were this person and then post-covid they have become this other person right it yeah. could be 
good thing or a bad thing, right? But for example, there was a, a friend of mine that had shared that, you know, before COVID, she didn't really have suffer of anxiety. But then with COVID and everything going on, she started developing anxiety. So we were curious to see like, how is this like that? Because for me, it's not only one person, this is happening, you know, like a lot of people, it's a whole um, communal uh, movement, I think. And we talked about it on my previous episode on astrology, how, you know, the planets, you know, they're affecting everybody's emotions. And, you know, that's, that's one part of the, the, you know, the stars part, but now when you're professional, you know, I guess, uh, input, like, uh, what, what do you have to say about that? That's a really great question. Um, you know, I think to, to kind of simplify it is that, you know, anxiety can be definitely triggered in, you know, a circumstance like this. And so I think I try to identify with patients whether anxiety has been something that they've been dealing with their whole life, right? Something mm-hmm. that has been a struggle for them in the past, maybe they've been recommended to go to therapy, or they've been recommended to take medication for that. Um, And so that's something that, you know, has been asked to be addressed before. With COVID happening, for people who have not had anxiety in the past, you know, this is a very reasonable response to Mm -hmm. a very, how do I say this, a very, um, uncommon circumstance. So when we Mm -hmm. are in situations that are not, quote unquote, normal, or at least what we know it to be, right, then Mm -hmm. anxiety is definitely going to be triggered um, for I think for almost everybody. I mean, I think Mm -hmm. that right now, most if not all people should definitely be tapping into support that's, you know, out of their norm, so to speak, Mm -hmm. because things that are happening right now are out of the norm. So we do need to tap into practices that are typically unconventional for us. And for some of us, that's therapy, right? For some Mm -hmm. of us, it's going to be things that we didn't think we needed before. Um, Even for people that I know who had like amazing structure and strategies pre COVID that kind of were like their self care routines, or their self love routines, right, are all shifting right now because of this. And so even those who have felt really safe with their practices before are also having to kind of like reassess and recreate their practices now. So Mm -hmm. it makes sense that everyone should be at least paying attention to it at some degree. Whereas before we didn't have to, right? Because everything was kind of going the way that we thought it was going to be going. And now Mm -hmm. it's, it's shifting dramatically. Yeah, no, that's your, I mean, you're the professional here, but obviously, yeah, it's a, uh, it shifts in for everyone. Like it, it definitely shifted for me. And, and, and the, the beauty of it is that we're not alone, right? Like we we're coming to understanding that we're all in this together and we can like definitely seek help. It's just so hard for some people to, to do that because first of all, they don't understand what's happening to themselves. And second, um, like you said, it's out of the norm to 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 start certain practices, right? Especially when it comes to therapy, because yeah. we didn't think we needed, we were fine, but uh, we do. So besides therapy, like do you do you recommend 
any other, you know, practices besides that? Like, what do you think that someone like that should be, should start doing? Well, I think for anxiety, a lot of it is fear, right? It's fear of the unknown. Um, it's fear of change and transition. And that's really what this is about right now. I think it's, it's actually a very necessary time. It's very important for us to awaken to this. We're, we're being called to become more conscious. We're being called to evolve. And, um, you know, when we break out of things, you think about like being born, right? It's a painful process. It's not, it doesn't always feel good. And we're, we're kind of being reborn in, in kind of a way. And I think that what helps in that process is grounding activities, you know, so mm -hmm. grounding um, really, for me has been, you know, going for hikes, going for walks in the morning, even if I can't get like really far, that I'm giving myself an opportunity to get up and, and do some, some kind of activity where I can maybe go in the grass, I can sit down. Um, breathing techniques are amazing. There's a, a really great app that just kind of counts your breathing for you. And it's called I breathe. It's a free mm. app. There's also an app called calm, which is a meditation app. You know, I think if you're not used to meditation, it can be you know, a very specific process to move through that. So guided meditations can be very helpful for people. Um, and even yoga, because yoga is a very like you're on the floor, you have your hands on the floor, you're sitting on the floor, it's a lot about, you know, spinal alignment, which is really, you know, talking about connecting with your your chakras and, and helping them to be cleared. Because there's a lot of things that we experience that are blockages. But even you know, our society, you know, going just to go back a little bit about, um, you know, not feeling like therapy is, let's say something that feels comfortable for us, our society really, like, makes us get really, really sick before we get help. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's like, you know, a lot of times I have patients that I work with and see now, and they're, you know, in corporate, or, you know, they have very high stress jobs. And they will literally be like, I'm going to ride this till the wheels fall off. Like, I can't tell my boss that I'm struggling. I can't talk to my coworkers. I don't feel like they're going to understand or we're all under the same pressure. We're all struggling. And a lot of people wait until they're like in the emergency room to mm. receive therapeutic services. You know, it's like, I know that I'm going to just lose my mind, but I kind of have to because I have to pay my bills and I have to take care of X, Y, Z. And so a lot of it is really being real with yourself and identifying your environment. A lot of our environments are very toxic. Some of our jobs are very toxic. Um, and we have to learn to be able to communicate that to our superiors when it's really detrimental. Like nothing is worth losing your sanity, you know, mm -hmm. nothing, nothing. And I'm, I'm, a high, I'm a super advocate of that. But it's a very hard thing to instill in people who are like, well, I got to pay my bills, girl. So I'm going to have to ride this till the wheels fall off. And that's problematic. So the grounding activities are something that people can do. And even for, for many people, that's hard in, in itself, like to create time for that, right? Like I have, mm -hmm. you know, families that have a lot of young children. They don't feel like they have a lot of time or single mothers, you know, that don't feel they have a lot of time. So really having to change the mindset, like I can make time mm -hmm. and it's good for me. And it's good for my family, right? And these are kinds of like affirmations or things that you can tell yourself. I mean, right now we're being inundated with bad news, bad things happening around us, like piles and piles of stuff on top of it. 
and really not countering that with good things, right? Like I can understand if you like do an hour of watching the news to keep yourself informed on a daily basis and then you like counter that with another hour or two hours of like a really good audio or listening to something like this. You know what I'm saying? Where mm-hmm. you're bringing some positive information in, but so many of us, you know, don't do that enough. And it really creates this anxiety of like, everything feels like it's, it's, it's doomed and it's falling apart and it's, it's, you know, crashing on us. And, you know, that is a mindset, you know, our bodies really will respond in a way that is high stress if we feed into those stories and those narratives on a daily basis. So yeah, yeah, it's a real thing. Yeah. So I, everything you said is like, it's real. And one of the things that I'm, I, it kind of had, it was a highlight for me is when you said that we have to get real with ourselves. And, and I think everything comes down to self-awareness and like getting to know yourself because sometimes we think we know who we are but it is such a process and we're never going to uh fully know ourselves because we're always evolving and for example for like me during this the, the pandemic I got to understand a lot of things about myself and I'm sure there are so many others that I haven't tapped into but when you were given the example of your patients that, you know, they, 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 they always have to do something that they can't tell their superiors. Oh, hey, you know, I'm going through something because I have to pay bills. I have to do that. They're always on the go, 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 right? right. And there's no time to understand, you know, yourself and and start understanding. Okay, what are the practices that I could start doing so I could become a better human being or I could feel better about myself or help me at least to uh, develop emotional wellness right so absolutely for me it was more kind of like pre-covid I have shared this in other episodes is where I I was always in the go 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 my lifestyle was not only for work but also like personal all these things so I was using that busyness right? As a band-aid for things that I didn't want to deal with, right? Like if I was, I, I couldn't be sad, right? I, I, I couldn't be angry. I couldn't be this. But then COVID happened and I <laughs> didn't have nowhere to escape. So yeah. I was pretty much like forced to face my demons, right? Face myself and be like, okay, girl, what's up? Right. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. I have to feel what I have to feel. If I want to be sad, I'm going to be sad. It's okay, Kim. If you want to cry, well, I always used to cry, but that, you know, I, always <laughs> love, good, I love, love having one good cry at least once a month. Right. Yes. Yeah. But then to feel sad for me was not an option. Right. Like I have to mm. be this positive person. And, and it's not that I was pretending because I was really like kind of just like, put in a band thing. I'm like, okay, I'm good. I'm fine. Like, that's it. But no, now I'm where I'm like, you know what? If I have to be sad two days, I'm going to be sad. But then after that, I understand that, you know, I have to move forward and try to find ways to, to, to make it better in a sense. Right. So for me, I started doing yoga and yoga has been 
amazing. Like, you don't understand. Like, I try to do at least 10 minutes. There's this challenge on YouTube. 10 minutes. Yes. Every minute, it changes yoga your is amazing. life. Oh, it's yoga amazing. is amazing. Yoga is amazing. Yoga is amazing. I mean, all of the things that people are running away from, I think, you know, on a, on a regular before COVID, definitely things will come out when you start doing yoga because you move mm -hmm. things that you haven't moved. I mean, we, our bodies lock in emotions, our bodies lock in certain things. And when we move, mm -hmm. you know, in fluid ways and, and we, and we do things like yoga and we kind of clear ourselves in that way, mm -hmm. a lot of stuff comes up. Yeah. A lot of stuff comes up. So yoga is amazing. Yoga is amazing. And I know another practice that you've done too was writing, which is super powerful. Yes. Writing has helped me a lot. I, I have, I always had a journal, but I didn't really use, I have a lot of journals actually. I was obsessed with journals and I wouldn't even write anything on them. I just liked them. But, but then um, <laughs> a, like a, maybe a couple of years ago, not even a couple of years ago, it, it will be more than that because I have the same journal. It's very thick and I will write things like, but I wouldn't write constantly constantly it will be like once every two months or three months right. like everything was going great yeah. forget about it right but then I I started writing when things were going good when you're doing not so good and also practicing gratefulness uh yeah sound cliche but honestly I wake up every morning and I thank God the universe because I'm alive I'm able to see the light. I'm healthy. My family's healthy. My friends are healthy. And yes. that. And then when I go to sleep, I do the same thing. And that has changed also just just the way that I um, that I go on my day. Absolutely. Gratitude is very grounding, also. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's like it helps us be present because when we're grateful, we're like, I have this and I'm grateful for that. And I have this and I'm grateful for that. You know, it kind of brings us to the present moment, whereas like, you know, anxiety is really kind of like I've always said anxiety is fear on crack. You know, mm -hmm. it's just like this over worried about something that may happen or may not happen. Mm -hmm. And it just really takes us away from the present moment. So, of course, you can feel very uh, shaken up in that, you know, and so gratitude is, is a very good, pre you know, uh, keeping us present. Um anything that, that has to do with movement, exercise, you know, and, and one thing that you mentioned before about the fact that COVID kind of has you staying still, so to speak, right, is that really what it's done is eliminated a lot of our distractions. Now, there are different distractions, because mm -hmm. of course, we're really good at making distractions a real thing. Um, <laughs> but, but distractions of, um, you know, work and the go, go, go and keeping ourselves super busy and, you know, really staying in that story because that's a story that we create mm -hmm. for ourselves and then we live in it. Um, we really kind of had that on a hard pause. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, it definitely created, a, um, you know, a stillness that a lot of us have not really been prepared for. And in that stillness, we figure out a lot of stuff about ourselves you know like wow maybe I always had anxiety but you know keeping myself super busy kind of kept it at bay you know mm. it kept it kind of at a distance you know and so maybe these people have had 
anxiety in the past, but never really created a relationship with it or even asked it what it was. What are you so afraid of? You know, what is it that you're worried about? And that's, that's the relationship that I'm encouraging um, women, at least, you know, at the very least, women to, to start having because we are so influential in our communities, we can really move mountains. I mean, I really believe that I've seen it growing up personally, raised by women, um, the powerhouse women that I know in my life, my sisters, my sorority sisters, like you, for example, just amazing women that can just get so much done and are so influential in their spaces that we deserve to have a relationship with all of our parts, you know, with all of the parts of us that have messages for us. And now is a great time to, um, to, to ask these different parts of ourselves, you know, what it is that they have to let us know Mm. and build that relationship where it could be positive, right? Like it doesn't have to be terror and, and discomfort and fear but like you know what this is you know it's like like you said it's okay for me to feel sad it's okay for me to to allow this to come up yeah yeah no and I think it's we are so um I think it's our ego in a sense that it's not allowing us to build this relationship because we have grown in a society where it tells you, no, you cannot cry. You cannot be sad. You cannot, if you're this, you're depressed. And we, we, we hear the word depressed. Exactly. People think negative, but anybody can be depressed. Like I could be depressed one day and, and it's okay. You know, as long as I'm not hurting myself or, or I'm hurting other people. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think it's, um, it's interesting that area where we are to build relationship with all these emotions that we have been taught not to build relationships. And and I think, yes, yes. (laughs) Well, you, 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 something that you said sparked something that I really believe in. And that's a, you know, I really believe that our generation has a task to do this. Mm -hmm. I think that previously, just like, you know, children have different developmental ages where they're, you know, expected to talk, walk and all these things. I think that we have that as generations. I think that our grandparents and our parents had a very specific task, right, to create or build the life that they wanted for us. And, and they didn't have necessarily the resources or the support or the knowledge even to Mm -hmm. build these relationships with their emotions and their feelings and their more, more of their inner lives, so to speak, right? Whereas our generation, um, we are a different, you know, we're that's that's a whole different ballgame. Like our generational task is really about realizing ourselves more and and having, you know, deeper connections and, and true love and all of these things. Whereas like a lot of things in the past were done out of necessity, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this does require us to break some patterns that we've been taking on behaviorally and if we don't get with the new program we're going to suffer tremendously i mean Mm -hmm. this is the natural progression of our evolution you know we're we're meant to be growing in this way and so you know wherever you can get it get it girl because it's happening with or without you you know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) it is it is like okay bye girl you know get on the train or not but no it It is is, it is a thing it's true 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one of the things I think like it, we can like talk about, it's like how the, it kind of goes with the whole having a relationship with all this, you know, quote unquote, negative uh, emotions. Right. I said quote unquote, because, you know, they cannot be yeah. that negative. It's about yeah. like accepting like how everything flows. And I know that we have talked about this before, like the ebb and flow. And I love when you talk about that in the state of awe. So let's just, you know, talk about that. Like, you know, what, what, uh, what can you share with everyone else? Yeah. So how do I say this? I like, I like to educate women a lot around, um, you know, the impact of our kind of inner rhythms and mm-hmm. its impact on our emotional wellness. Um, you know, I have been doing a lot of research and learning that even just like women writing books about the menstrual cycle and, and sh- like women writing books about women, period, let's just go there. Mm-hmm. That that's a, that's a fairly, I mean, if we think about time, you know, frame, like that's a fairly new concept. You know, if you think about women being able to vote, you know, super late in the game, right? Like books were not written about women for a long time. And so maybe for the past decade, we've really been kind of growing in terms of writing about our cycle, what that means, what that looks like. And I've been wanting to further that conversation in terms of our mental health. Because I've noticed that when I've educated women about our cycles, even for women who have irregular cycles, Mm. have really been able to transform their relationship with their cycles just by talking about it, you know, Mm -hmm. regulating, regulating patterns more. Um, And that's like really something that just kind of happens in my practice, like in work, and really helped women to understand that there are times based on our inner rhythms, based on our cycles, that it's time to rest. And there are Mm -hmm. times also that are times to do and like go ham when you do. And and you can do that more so when you rest, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of us don't realize that there's really only one week in the month that is represented by like the superwoman phase, right? It's like the, it's like the part of the month that's like Wonder Woman, like you can do the most, And we try a lot of times to act like that the whole month, like Mm. all the time. You know what I'm saying? So that really, it's not sustainable. And when women learn about this, at least, you know, in terms of their mental health and their emotional wellness, they feel less guilty. Like, wow, I can really have rest. Like even in my household now, like with my partner, like when I'm in my, in my bleeding phase, I'm like, I'm in ceremony right now. Like I'm, I'm cleansing. I'm really, yo, I make it like a thing and everyone respects that because it's important to me and I'm a better partner. I'm a better friend. I'm a better sister because I'm taking care of that. And so we can create those kinds of environments, right? Not only within our homes, but, you know, hopefully in, in the bigger society, then we're going to have a lot more happier women, you know, because we won't be so overworked. We'll rest Mm -hmm. when we need to. And when we do work, we're going to even go 100 more percent than we did when we're trying to do that 24-7, you know? So that's really important. So women who are connecting with their cycles in this way where they're creating, this is part of that, you know, building that beautiful relationship, right? Where like, I'm not getting my bleeding phase and I'm like, oh my God, this is like horrible. I hate it. I'm so mad. It's like, wow, like I'm so happy that this is here right now. It's allowing me to get rid of shit, so 
what then there's practices around that like you can journal around well what is it that in the last month I really wanted to let go of maybe Mm. it's it's my relationship to anxiety maybe I want to have a better relationship with that so you can build this practice over time and it's beautiful because then you know you feel less guilty about resting you feel like you're you're you deserve that like I'm deserving of of rest so that I can be better next week or in two weeks when my energy shoots back up again you know so that's number one and what we don't realize is like I loved how you talk about astrology too you know there are rhythms outside so like a lot of us don't even recognize the ones that are inside and then we're being clashed with the ones outside and can you imagine that's just like a bunch of waves hitting each other it just does not feel good it's it's like this is where I am in my cycle. And like, this is happening out here. This is the season. And I'm not even recognizing that they're both happening and they can clash into each other. Whereas now that I'm more in tune with my inner rhythms, if shit is feeling chaotic outside, I can handle it better because at mm. least I'm, I'm, I'm working on this one for myself. I mean, women can be like hurricanes. You know, we can be, we, we, are, we can be very messy and chaotic and, and blow up and do all of these things. But we also can have a relationship to that and say, wow, man, like, I didn't mean to, to call you that, you know, that's my bad. Like, you know, I want to take responsibility or accountability for like, my tantrum this morning, you know, I love you, like, I'm sorry, right? Like, we can have that kind of relationship too and be real versus like, just, you know, having these, you know, hurtful conversations or hurting our friends or family members or partners. And then, you know, just building resentment and hurt when we can just be honest and just say, Hey, you know what? Um, I was having a bad day. I didn't mean for that, you know, to go down that way. And, and I want to be better, you know, but like, I'm, I'm needing this rest, right. Or um, I, I needed a little bit of space and I, and I, and I couldn't get that. So maybe we can try that next time. You know, I think yeah. those things matter. I think they matter a lot. Yeah, they do. And you're also like, I am very, when it comes to my period, I am the most vocal person and not only with my, <laughs> my no girlfriends, but even with male friends, like if, if I could tell my boss, but I think that will be like, not that professional. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I would, but I, I have told, you know, guys, I'm like, listen, I'm, I get a little emotional pre period. Okay. That's great, and I tell him, and if I cry, if I'm a little bit, like touchy if you say something if I don't answer to you I'm emotional and I and the thing is like I get emotional in the sense that if I see it like a movie I'm crying like I get that type of emotion not like angry or or, yes. or moody I don't get like that my body hurts my boobs hurt and I always tell them, oh my god my boobs hurt my period's coming like I know it's coming <laughs> and I told my guy friends and then they're like okay and I'm like I I'm like I don't care if it's TMI but honestly like I feel that you need to know so in that way we can have a better relationship yes. and um yes. not relationship like romantic relationship just a relationship friends a relationship and all period. that and yeah, if you see me crying, don't think that something is wrong. It's just that I am in that phase of my month and and I, I'm very vocal. So it's funny that you said that. I'm happy when it comes. That's um, so great. And it's funny because when I tell guys like, oh, you know, I'm so happy my period came. It's like, oh, you thought you were pregnant. I'm like, okay, come on. Really? Like, that's very ignorant. I said, no, it's just because I feel that when it comes, I feel like I'm cleansing. I, I And then also my boobs stop hurting. So... 
<laughs> so I'm just like I'm embracing this moment. So so I feel like a lot of uh you know more women should be embracing you know the periods instead of like being yeah. like oh my God. yeah I think you know it's funny this this conversation turned into a talk about menstrual cycles but it is important <laughs> man it is important at least in terms of our emotional health it actually really matters mm-hmm. um, and what's 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 shocking to me as a practitioner is so so much of how that shows me how disconnected we, many of us are from our bodies. Um, and that's, you know, that will, that will already create um, a whole other level of chaos. And so if we're in chaos, it's very much harder to handle the chaos outside of us and around us. And that's what's happening to a lot of us. A lot of us, you know, haven't had that relationship with ourselves. And so this disaster kind of happens and, and everything feels super out of place um and so i'm really encouraging women to build practices of building with themselves i think there's a the holistic psychologist is also uh, very popular on instagram and, and her journaling is about uh self or future self journaling so it's not just about like i guess writing when things are hard and and bad and challenging but also to like develop a concept of like well where do i want to be like how can i build the bridge of where from where I am to where I want to be, I want to feel good, or I want to feel healthy, or I want to feel happy. And this is the place that I want to be in my life, so that we can start to think positively and, and in a forward direction. Um, while we're also cleansing and releasing, I mean, think about it, Kim, if women have to get their period and bleed every single month, and this is I'm talking like, generally speaking, right, because we have some irregularities, and there's like a lot of layers to this. But if essentially we're meant to be bleeding every single month as a collective women, then doesn't that mean that we're supposed to be like releasing and cleansing on a regular basis? Like that's to me, it's like, that's such a big thing to do. Like, like if I have Mm -hmm. to do every single month for like so many years, like that's an old message in our bodies. That's like, yo, you have a lot to detox. And I really believe that that's because women energetically we're like magnets. We pull everything into us. So we walk into a room and we're taking in all the anxieties, all the depressions, all the things, all the anger, all the feelings from other people. And that's also part of the work, distinguishing, well, what's mine and what's not? Because I just was feeling fine and I walked into this space and now I'm feeling like drains. And that matters too. So it mm-hmm. helps to build that relationship with ourselves so that at least we can tell the difference. Like, between our own feelings and someone else's stuff that we've kind of like absorbed, so to speak, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a very interesting way to put it right. For people to understand not only women for men as well. So they can understand uh, their, you know, female friends, their partners in life. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I do this work, this, at least, you know, bringing up this information a lot to my teenage girls, the teenage girls that I work with, and they love it. Like, they'll like get in a session with me and be like, I'm in this phase right now. And I'm in my bleeding phase. And I told my boyfriend, he was like, you know, it's like people start to really create an environment where it's okay, and it's normal. And, you know, if I'm if people are off, or they're not feeling well, that it's understood in a different way, you know, um, just like you said with your friends, I think it's powerful. It's very powerful. And it's a really good grounding practice. I mean, there's a bunch of apps. 
I like to write, you know, um, in my journal, but there are a bunch of apps if it's easier to help people track things. Um, you know, some people are not fully in support of using technology for things, but I think that, you know, if we're going to use it, might as well use it as a, as a helpful tool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think everything comes down for, you know, to education. Um, and, and it starts with them, right. You need to start educating yourself, getting to know yourself so you can, um, not just have better relationship with other human beings, but just for, for, for you to educate other people about it. Right. Because let's say, let's say I had, you know, some men, let's say if I'm feeling a certain type of way, they'll be like, why are you, and you're in the, the time of the month. And I'm like, why you gotta say it that way? You know what I mean? I mean, it doesn't, I don't take it personal, yeah. but I'm just like, why is it that you just come in the, from a place of understanding and be like, okay, how are you feeling? Or, or something like that. So, and, but it comes from us kind of to start understanding yes. what is it that is happening to us Correct. for us to educate, you know, other people, yes. because sometimes people don't know and they just, they, that's the way they grew up and they don't know any better. So that's where 100%. we come we come and but we cannot do any of that if we don't get to know ourselves first yes so that's that's major that's a major key you know I think one thing that I will say you know um this is you know all this topic is really generally speaking to like the Mm -hmm. general public but if we're talking about people who have suffered from like sexual trauma or traumas to the body you know sometimes the regular practices of grounding are not always like the easiest to access, like in terms of meditation or yoga, getting back to our body becomes like a different kind of process. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I want to also kind of put like a little star here Mm -hmm. and say that, you know, for those who have suffered trauma to the body, that, you know, that's a specialized um, set of support that is necessary. Even like dance therapy can be helpful for that yoga movement but it's definitely like like step by step right you don't want to just kind of go ham into a meditation if you know your body doesn't feel safe you know Mm. what I mean um and that's powerful so I just wanted to like put that little that little marker at the end marker yeah I mean I mean there's so many things that we can talk about I mean we for sure going to another conversation because we can go for hours but I just wanted to um I want you to talk about the, you have a course going on right now and I love for you to share about it because I think it's really, really interesting. And maybe some of, you know, uh, the listeners are going to contact you and be able to join. So yes. Oh my goodness. Um, So I started an emotional wellness course. I want to say a a little bit less than a month ago. Um, We just had our second class last night and it was beautiful and it's really a a holistic approach to emotional wellness so you know the first month we pretty much kind of check in with our mindset our thoughts kind of the anxieties right the sadness all the things that kind of come up that we haven't had a relationship with and 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 there's layers to that there's layers and layers Mm -hmm. and then um we also have the second month which focuses on the body which is you know we get into the menstrual cycles we get into the conversation about our inner rhythms, because it's really a branching out. It's like, first, it's my relationship with me and my mind. Then it's my relationship with my body, right? And then the last month, we get into really the relationship with our community, the relationships in our life, our family, our partners, 
um, our ancestors, our, you know, whatever spiritual beliefs we have with God, you know, these things are the support systems that help us, you know, take care of ourselves. And so this holistic approach is really like a mind, body, spiritual um, lens, so to Mm -hmm. speak. And it's a three month process. Um, you know, you are given a class every two weeks and then you have the option to be part of an open group or a support group that's helping you kind of process the material in the class. And then you also get a one-on-one session with me once a month. Um, and it's very catered to the person. So if people need more support, I'm here for them, you know, but it's been such an amazing process for me to do this because I think that you mentioned that you were actually at a support group like back, back, back in the day. And this mm-hmm. has really grown from that space. Like I've been working on this for the last three years in developing material that I feel has been the most effective in my practice. And I feel like we've been able to really look at anxiety, decrease anxious symptoms and decrease depressive symptoms over this three month period, which I think is, is fascinating. You know, I think a lot of us um, really have to understand that this is a process and this is just kind of like one step on the journey, you know? Um, And it's, it's been, it's been great. So I'm hoping that this course is going to run until the beginning of September. Um, And then I'm planning to start another course Probably a little bit after the fall, I'm going to be teaching at Rutgers and we're going to be moving to remote. So I need to kind of get my hands all around that first. That's and awesome. then once I do that, yeah, once that happens, then I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to offer the course again and create a new group. So anyone that's interested, you know, just kind of check in with me and uh, we'll get you in. Yeah. Where can they contact you? So they can find me at um, my website is uh, the creative therapist.org and my email is also the creative therapist at gmail.com so people can just like shoot me an email and my ig tag is medicine within medicine within you know i'm trying to get everybody to go within kim yeah (laughs) that's the key medicine within i love that uh i am going to definitely put all the information on the description of the episode so whoever is listening right now they can go there and get all her contacts so please uh feel free to also send me any uh comments questions about this episode or anything in general to vive to be the podcast at gmail.com i'm always um happy to hear from people's uh, input about the episodes and if you have any uh advice of anything just like let me know uh but yeah so thank you so much Vero. i am so happy we had this uh cheese me uh yes, <laughs> me too me too and I, I am definitely going to invite you again because there's so many things we can talk about. I feel like we oh can go. Gosh, I know how we do. I know how we do already. So I, that's, I know. That's how we do. So, yeah. But anyway, so thank you so much. And, uh, yeah, so thank have you. a great rest of the week. Thank you. Gracias, everyone, for tuning in to this chisme. I am really grateful with Veronica for being part of this conversation. I know that her input as a professional will help and inspire some of you out there. So thank you again. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, 
whatever just email me abivetuvidapodcast at gmail.com and with that being said i just want to wish you a great rest of the week surround yourself with good vibes be authentic and wear your mask and i will talk to you next monday bye bye (laughs) 